Welcome everyone, I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development for the YMCA of Northwest Louisiana, and we're here today for Shreveport Bossier, my city, my community, my home, and our guest is Michael Pierce. So Michael, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and you and I have never met, so um, I'm really looking forward to <laughs> learning about you and, and, and hearing uh, a little more about your world. So. Sure. Um, I only I only first became aware of you when you tagged the Y I think on Instagram after taking some absolutely phenomenal photos of the downtown Y. Your Instagram handle is Scruffy Shabby Shreveport, and you describe your Instagram page as celebrating Shreveport, Louisiana's beautifully endangered places. Let's start here today. The first post I see on your page is dated December 3rd, 2021. Tell me about the genesis of Scruffy Shabby Shreveport <laughs> and how this wonderful project you have been pursuing came about. Well, I wish I could say I started it with some really specific intention. Um, I moved here about a year and a half ago, <clears throat> maybe a few months before I made that first post you saw. Uh, my wife is a professor at Centenary College, and so we relocated here from Tennessee so that she could take that job, which is a phenomenal job. What does she teach? Uh, she's an English professor. Okay. Yeah, so she teaches all kinds of things, but her focus of study is early modern literature, specifically poetry most of the time, with a focus on disability literature, so disability in the literature that existed at that point. So she does a lot of really interesting and important work, but. I'd never heard of Shreveport. I didn't know anything about Shreveport <laughs> before that. Um, so I Where were you immediately before? In Tennessee. Where yeah, about? In Murfreesboro, Tennessee, okay. just outside of Nashville. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't, I, I know as a matter of fact, I couldn't have found Shreveport on a map when we first talked about it because, um, you know, we, we were like, oh, let's move to Louisiana for this job maybe. And I was like, this is going to be great. We have really good friends in New Orleans. We're going to stop in and see our friends in New Orleans all the time. No big deal. And then I realized, okay, this is five or more hours from New Orleans. We're nowhere near New Orleans. Um, this is not convenient at all to New Orleans. So uh, close, much closer to Dallas. But, um, but yeah, so when I came to Shreveport, I've always loved photography. It's always been sort of a hobby, um, mostly film prior to now. I haven't really had a big Instagram. I have a personal Instagram page that like 110 people follow or something. It's private, you know, nobody took pictures of my kid. Um, but I've always loved photography and you know, I needed to find a way to get involved in Shreveport and explore Shreveport and learn about Shreveport and that seemed like a convenient way to do it. I think that first post in December, I don't even remember what it was, I know that, that sort of, I posted like once or twice and then it didn't really become regular until much later than that, a few months later than that, um, when I sort of took it more seriously and started posting really regularly. But yeah, I didn't start it off with some plan I was going to do much of anything. It was just a way for me to get out and uh, get out in town. So awesome. Yeah, it's not a career. It's not my profession. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in just to stick with your page, um, in just a little more than a year, you've built an impressive following. I would say your Instagram account already has this is a few days old. So at the time already had 2,188 followers. And what I find most remarkable is the community you've built on Instagram who comment on your posts and help you as you document the yeah. history of our city. How do you, 
my question is how do you how do you personally think about building community around your work and is that important to you yeah um you're you're a little bit old yeah but like 2250 is where i'm at now so i'm you know in the last couple of days i've gained another 50 followers which is really fun i mean i think that's exciting um you know it's it is intentional i did want to have a big following it is something that was um, something i really wanted to have because i'm deeply insecure about my photography <laughs> like i post something because i think it looks good and i'm like oh this is this is it people are going to figure out i'm faking it i don't know what i'm doing and then i'll get you know 100 or 200 200 likes on the picture and i'm like okay maybe this is working out maybe maybe i do know it's good um so the, having a big following really has been helping me build confidence in, in the photography because it's really a hobby it's really not something i have you know some you know professional experience with or anything um but the community, as you say, I mean, that has been really, really amazing for me because I don't know anything about Shreveport. I mean, I haven't, I, mean, I know a little bit now, um, but when I came in, I didn't know anything at all about town. And I would take pictures of an interesting place and I'd be like, this is a fascinating looking building, but I don't know anything about it. So I'd post a photo and ask, you know, who knows more about, you know, whatever building this is. And uh, people would pipe up with, you know, a personal story. Hey, I used to, I used to work in that building. I used to live down the street and this is what happened and so people have been very very generous with their information just piping up and you know telling me what they know and that's fascinating to me that's always really interesting there's so many people who have tons of experience with the city and who have a lot of historical knowledge that I just don't have uh, so I try not to go on there and pretend I know more than I do <laughs> you know I don't go on there and say this is a Victorian style building because somebody will say like oh that's not Victorian that's Beaux Arts or whatever and I don't know so I try not to go in there and act like you know like I know necessarily a whole lot of things that I don't actually know and uh, the community has been for that reason they haven't needed to correct me much because I don't say what it is unless I know what it is uh, but they come in and they'll, they'll really fill in the blanks for me and, and give me so much more information makes it a lot easier for me too i'm not doing a lot of research or anything people are just i know that the community will community will enjoy engaging and sharing what they know and what's your process look like like how do you how do you decide this is what i'm gonna shoot today or how do you how do you arrive at the subjects that you end up capturing <laughs> it's very disciplined i am out taking pictures for this many hours no it's not disciplined at all it's completely random um you know, I have a job, I have a, you know, an actual job and I have, it actually pays my bills and I have a family, I have a son and I have a wife and we, you know, I have a, you know, a lot of things going on that's not related to the, the page at all. And so when I find time on the weekend or when I find time in the morning, sometimes after I drop off the kid at school or in the evening, you know, I'll get out and take some pictures and I can take, you know, a, you know, in a couple hours I can take just driving around looking and exploring go you know hey, i've never been turned left here let me turn left here and go see where i, where I what, what's down there uh, i'll take you know you know hundreds a few hundred pictures most of which are terrible and completely unusable but a few of them will be good and some of those will wind up on the page so it's really completely random um, i do occasionally try to post pretty much every day i mean they say that's the the way to maintain a following to keep people engaged is to try to post every day um, so I do that, but not in this days here and there. I mean, but I build up content. I have, you know, I'll take pictures and you know a few hours at a stretch, and you know have a few that are edited and sort of my back pocket and put, put those up as I want time. So there's really not a science behind it or some intention. I'm just sort of doing what I think is fun. So.
the impact that it's had on other people has been more than I ever expected. I mean, um, a lot of my followers, a lot of my, I think the bulk of my followers do live in Shreveport, but a lot of people who will, you know, post or comment will say, oh, I grew up in Shreveport, or I used to visit my grandma in Shreveport, and I remember that building, and, you know, people will say that it had a connection for them, or that it was meaningful for them, and that's great. I mean, I don't put it out there knowing that that's going to happen, or that it's going to have some big impact on a person, but if it does, I mean, that's fabulous. It's wonderful. So sure, it's great, um, but it's not, it's not an, an intentional thing I can do or calculate in advance that's going to work that way. It just sort of happens. When it happens, it's great. So. <laughs> well, you you once said uh, this your your quote: "There there's beauty in absolutely everything around us. Once we start paying attention to that, you'll start to see it more and start to appreciate it more." Yeah. You you seem. You seem to be tapping into something people are interested in, even though two of the recurring themes of this podcast have been the amount of apathy that exists in this community, as well as the general sense of low self-esteem. So my, my question for you is, aside from your incredible photos, what do you attribute the success of this project to? Well, success of the project, I think that's, that's, I didn't start with a specific goal to say I've succeeded with that goal. I've enjoyed it, and that was, I guess that was my goal, so yes, it has been successful in that regard. Um, and I've got a big following, so I, I'm glad to hear you call it successful, that's wonderful. Um, but yeah, so, um, and I have ADHD, so you have to, you may have to, your, sure. your long question, I know, I know. multiple parts, I'm like, what? I don't well, know. I said, I said, you know, <laughs> we, we talk a lot on this podcast about there being oh, a, a certain apathy, amount of apathy. Yeah. I will say this, you know, I've lived in a number of places in the Southeast. I grew up in Alabama, I lived in Tennessee, around Nashville, I lived in Atlanta, I lived in Montgomery. So I've lived in a few places and nobody I've ever seen, no community I've lived in anyway, has so many people who are from here, but nobody talks bad about Shreveport like somebody who's from Shreveport. That is bizarre to me. Like that was very, I mean, you meet people from Texas and you can't get them to shut up about how much they love Texas. People from Texas, it's like their identity, but they're Texans. And people from Shreveport, they feel like they, like they apologize for Shreveport. Like when I moved to town and meet somebody and say, oh, we just moved here a few months ago or whatever. And they'd say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is where you're from. Like, why don't you have, and I don't necessarily understand why that's the case because I'm an outsider. You know, sure. I don't see it that way. I don't see that Treeport is a you know bad place to live. It's a good place to live. I mean, the places I've been, this is one of the better places to live. Um, so it's not. Um, it's I don't know why people feel so negatively about town, but that definitely does seem to be true. Um, and I guess that's part of what I do is I come in from an outside perspective. I do notice a lot of stuff. Maybe that's the ADHD. I'm not sure, but like as I drive by, I can't help but see that building or that sign. Like I'm gonna see it and try not to drive into that car. I had to buy a car, I bought a Subaru, it's not a super fancy car, but like it has the system that will keep you from rear-ending somebody, <laughs> right. and it keeps you in your lanes, and uh, you know, somebody's gonna play this back in court or something one day, but and, uh, I try really hard not to rely on that, but uh, and I'll pull over before I take pictures and things, but um, but I can't help but notice stuff when I drive around. Like if I'm, if I'm just exploring, I'm gonna see so many places I find beautiful and I'll stop and take pictures. That's really just the way the way it works for me. I just see the beauty everywhere. Um, it's interesting. You know, I work in human resources. That's my that's my career, my actual job. So it's She's she's uh, our well, HR director. Okay, we'll have to talk. 
Um, but yeah, so that's my 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 jobby job is, is my my actual job is working in HR, and I've done that for I guess a little over fifteen years now. And in management consulting, one of the things we get from employees a lot is that you know if uh, you know if, if something goes wrong, you better believe my boss is going to call me right now today and tell me what I did wrong, and they're going to you know chew me out because I screwed up whatever it was. But if things are going well and I'm doing something right, I'll never hear a word about it. And so one of the things I talk to management about when I get that kind of feedback from employees is you have to train your eye to look for the good stuff because we know when things are bad. Like we all are very easily trained, especially if you're in management, like you're very, you're very attuned to what needs to get fixed, what's broken, what went wrong, what do we need to change? So it takes a real intentional viewpoint shift to look for the thing that is right. To look for the thing that is good, to look for the thing that is beautiful in my case. So, you know, when I say that, you know, when you start looking for beauty, you see it everywhere. I find my experience is that that's true. Like, I don't, I don't think that I'm a person who just like, you know, I'm like, oh, beauty all around us, you know, like I'm floating around on a cloud. But I see it everywhere I go, not just in Shreveport, but everywhere. And it takes, I guess, one of the reasons I like photography is that. It creates an opportunity for me to stop, process that beauty, record that beauty, and be able to reflect on that beauty, and now share that beauty out into you know the world on Instagram. Um, so it is, it is one of those things when you stop and you really pay attention and you're deliberate about it, you do see beauty. At least I see beauty, and I hope that other people you know would find that that's the case for them as well. So, and if that's what the page does, is it, you know takes some you know community that thinks that Shreveport's no good, you know, if that's the if that's the underlying feeling of the town and a few people see my Instagram and say, hey, we've got some cool stuff here, then that's great. If we talk about what's successful, I would be very proud for that to be the case if that is what happens or, you know, if a few people are impacted in a positive way or feel, you know, feel more positively about their city for that reason, then that would be amazing. So. That's fascinating. And maybe, maybe as a community, we're more like management consulting departments or <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we yeah we focus too much yeah. on what isn't rather than what is oh and that's human nature too i mean it's it's just uh, you know something something that's painful demands our attention i mean it, our nervous system responds to pain in a very specific kind of way in a predictable kind of way and you can't turn that off necessarily i mean you you sub your toe and that's going to have a reaction but on the other hand if something good happens or something pleasurable happens you know with some exceptions anyway, you're, you have to actually take the time to enjoy that and be in the moment and to recognize that you're experiencing something good because pain will sit up and make sure you notice it, but it doesn't work that way with beauty or with, with good stuff all the time. So, Love that. Yeah. All right, so my next question I, I'm gonna maybe throw out, because <laughs> we covered it a little bit, which was <laughs> how did you end up in Shreveport? But, oh, okay, um, yeah. Because uh, I was curious, and I wasn't <laughs> able, I wasn't able to find that through my research. Oh, my um, secret identity worked yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll move on to the, and this is a fairly long question, so we can, mm. I, I can certainly uh, rehash any of it. Yeah. that would be helpful. Um, <laughs> the question is, um, uh, one of, one of the things we've been grappling with on this podcast, and often asking, is, who are we as a community? Uh, what's our identity? So I'm just curious when 
when friends of yours who have never been here ask you what Shreveport Bossier is like, what do you tell them? How do you describe it? Well, it's not a question I get a lot. Um, I think that is one of the things about Shreveport is that it's, you know, I'm an unusual person that I'm coming in to town. I think that our demographics have been mostly people leaving town, and I don't know that, you know, I don't I'm not like paying attention to the census numbers, but I think that would be probably supported by the census numbers if we did see them. But, um, you know, so I haven't had a lot of people saying like, hey, what's Shreveport about? Um, I think that if, that, if I did, did get that question, I think that I would say, Shreveport's a medium-sized city with a you know very distinct culture. You know, I think we have a lot of um, you know a lot of different, very different culture from Tennessee. I think you know where I was you know where I was from most recently. Um, you know, people here are are good. I mean, I think people here are good. They're nice and they have they have a good thing going on. There's a lot of history here. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot for people to be proud of, even if maybe people aren't so proud of it most of the time. So I think that, you know, come visit is what I would say. Come see us, come check it out. We've got, one of the things is that we have a great cost of living in Shreveport. You know, we definitely, our, our housing dollar went way farther than uh, it would have in Middle Tennessee. Um, and so when we came here, we, we managed to buy a house in a beautiful neighborhood and a really nice house that we couldn't, simply could never have afforded in Middle Tennessee. And so I'm like, hey, you've got you've got a little bit of money for a house. Come and spend it in Shreveport because you're going to get way more money from you're going to get way more house for that money than you would most other places. So there's good stuff here. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know how to specifically say I would answer that question if I got it, but I would say come come on and visit us, and we'll see. We'll show you around. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we'll show you some scruffy, shabby places, and maybe some <laughs> some that are not so scruffy and shabby too. We'll see. <laughs> so my my next question is. Um, what what's what is it? I'm curious what the future holds for both the scruffy shabby Shreveport project and for Michael Pierce in general. Well, that is a great question. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I don't have you know I have uh, people who occasionally will say like, oh, are you going to start selling prints or something? And I'm like, no, probably not. You know, I'm not interested in making money from the page. I think that's. Like I, like, I, like I say, I, I go to places sometimes, and if that place is a business, I feel compelled to say, like, this is not sponsored. Like, they didn't pay me to come here and look at this. Or the same with, like, the YMCA, like I put on there. Like, you know, you can go and support the Y. Like, go join the Y. Like, on my page about the, on my post about the Y, I was like, this is a fascinating place. Maybe go join the Y. Go check it out. Um, and I'm not trying to make money for myself on the page. I think that that would be, first of all, I don't think I would make very much. It would probably be really embarrassing and you know, kind of a slog to try to do that. So I just hope so like, nah, this is just gonna be a fun project. I'm gonna do it for as long as it's fun. And when it's not fun anymore, I probably won't do it anymore. But I've got so much more, you know, I drive around. I, on the way here, I see stuff that's here. I mean, there's, there's, I could take pictures all day. I mean, if I had all day to do that, I could definitely spend all day driving around taking pictures and would have plenty to buy to take pictures of. And more the next day, so um, there's, you know, as long as it's interesting, as long as people are engaged and like it, I'll keep doing it. I don't have some specific end game <laughs> where I'm going to meet this specific goal and that'll be it or I'll move on. I don't have any grand intention for that. So for me personally, I'm going to keep doing my work and I'm going to be a dad and I'm going to post on Instagram for fun and I don't know anything else. I don't, I'm not one of those people who has like a very specific five-year plan, which is as an HR person, I would say, oh, that's terrible. 
<laughs> you know, you should definitely know what you're, what's next on your day. But right now, I'm just, I'm just enjoying where, where I am. I'm just sort of enjoying that moment and being intentional about trying to enjoy it. So. Well, I feel so lucky that, that that was actually my last question. I feel so lucky that we have you in here, kind of. <laughs> I keep re- beating you to your questions. Re- re- I'm the worst. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> just to reflect this, uh, reflect mm-hmm. us back to us. Um, is there anything else? I mean, we can stay and talk as long as you like. Is there anything else? you want to mention or talk about that we didn't cover? I mentioned in a recent post, I don't know if you saw it. Do you follow me? I do. Oh, good, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you better. I, um, <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm pretty, yeah, I do. I do, I, for I'll, sure. I'll have to look and follow you yeah. back. I'm yeah. not sure if I do or not. I do. I try to follow back. If you have an open, like, a, if you have a private page, I probably won't follow people I'm back not most of the time. But if people have open pages, I usually will follow them back unless, you know, it's something really pretty. Um, I'll try to follow people back. Um, but uh, anyway, um, you know, I have a post a couple days ago where I, because I've had a couple of people comment like, oh, it's so sad to see this, or I read that. Know, it makes I read me so that. sad, yeah. and that's not my purpose, you know, I never, I'm not coming in to be critical of anything, and, you know, I think sometimes scruffy and shabby, like those are, those have a negative connotation for people, understandably so, I picked that term because I like alliteration, right, like I like scruffy, shabby, shrieve, it just goes well, um, so that's the reason I named it that, and you know, Scruffy and shabby for me, those are not, those are indications that that is interesting, something that's interesting with me. You know, I don't see it necessarily as negative. You know, if you came to my house and you said, oh, this house is really shabby, I'd say, well, come on, man. Even though it might be accurate. Um, <laughs> you know, I can I can understand why people would see it that way, but it's really not my purpose. Sure. I'm never intending to be critical of the town or critical of any place. And, you know, especially when we look at a building that's disused or abandoned. You know, I don't, I don't, see that as like a failing on whoever owns that building you know i don't see it you know people don't abandon a, a home or a, you know, or a place of worship for fun i mean they do it because that's the choice they are left with you know for whatever reason and that's part of what makes it interesting to me is that we don't know necessarily the backstory for why that building became the way it is um, but you know that's there's a there's sort of like a poetry behind that picture right you know if i'm looking at a building with tons of you know Tons of flaking paint. Okay, well, somebody cared about that place. Somebody put paint on that building at some point in the past. They built that place and they cared for it and they painted it and they tried to keep it up. And then something happened. Something changed in that person's life or in that you know area. And now the building is the way it is now. So you know, I don't see it as a criticism of the people who were in that circumstance who had to leave that place or who were unable to care for that place or to put another paint of, you know, coat of paint on that place. Um, I just, I just posted because I think, I think it's cool. Um, and so I hope, I hope that if it does have, you know, a negative impact on anybody or that it makes somebody sad, um, that, that I hope that that's minimal. You know, that's certainly not my point, my intention. But we put stuff in the world, and like I said before, like you don't know where it's gonna go or how it's gonna impact somebody. And hopefully that's positive. Hopefully it's mostly positive. And my intent is to highlight things that I find beautiful even if those places are not necessarily beautiful to everyone. I think cemeteries are beautiful. I'm a weirdo. I think lots of things are beautiful that most people probably wouldn't see that way. Um, but, you know, I'm just doing my thing. Like I said, it's not some grand purpose. And, you know, if I post a picture, it's because I really like that thing or that place. Not because I'm getting paid. Not because I want to, you know, be mean to somebody who failed to paint their building or failed to stay in that building. I know there's reasons why that, that place wound up the way it is. Um, and sometimes the community can tell me exactly what happened, which is really cool. Somebody will say, oh, what happened here was 
you know, there's a, uh, took pictures of a church in the St. Paul's Bottoms area where, you know, it's falling in. I mean, it's, there, it's clearly not going to be there forever. And people said, oh, well, here's the reason why, you know, this community, you know, this, this church congregation had to leave their building because sewer gases were accumulating in it. I'm like, I didn't know that. You know, people will uh, fill me in on sometimes why a building wound up the way it is. Um, so, you know, it's definitely interesting for me and hopefully it's positive overall. Hopefully the impact is generally positive. My intent is for it to be positive, certainly. So. And from my perspective, just so you know, I mean, I feel like you're celebrating my community and okay. celebrating Shreveport, okay. so I don't, I don't see it that okay. way whatsoever. <laughs> good, good, good. I always worry, like, you know, sometimes people, like, uh, like I think about, like, um, like Liz Swain, who was a guest, guest on your podcast, who I think is amazing, has done too. so much for Shreveport, mm -hmm. like an incredible amount, uh, amazing advocate for Shreveport. I don't think that, and I don't know her at all, of course, so I don't want to speak for her, but like, I would imagine she would not be such a fan of somebody describing Shreveport as scruffy and shabby because that's not going to be something that probably brings in a lot of business or something. So I can understand, you know, from some perspectives why that would be the best, but you know, certainly not my point. And you know, I'll leave it to people who are experts and things like Liz Swain to try to, to improve the community because that's not where I don't know how to do that. So I'm very grateful for those people who are working so hard to make Shreveport all it can be. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Michael. I'm grateful to you. Um, look forward to more and more of your work. I think you're doing great stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely.